Welcome to the Snowboarding Podcast, All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Nick Alfieri. This is the podcast where myself and Chris talk about all the life lessons we've learned from snowboarding, not just the good ones, but some of the struggles we've had along the way. So please stay tuned for this week's episode. All right. Welcome to this week's episode. We're back, Nick. I know. Crazy. It's... um. It's been a little weird, and we're not back in person. We're finally figured out the computer communication, so we're back virtually. Yeah, using a little digital conference room to record our, our podcast and then upload it into the system. But um, yeah, what a wild spring. It's very different than what we were expecting, and last time we sat down to record an episode uh, was about a month ago, and then we recorded initially recorded one that uh, got lost due to a computer crash, and then our lives turned inside out. Yeah, no kidding. How's how's it has it been for you? Have you been just hanging out at home? Are you catching up on life stuff? Or yeah, a little bit of everything. I, I think um, you know we don't take a lot of downtime in the winter and the spring. And I, I mean, like everyone else, kind of all of a sudden resorts started closing, events started canceling, like all of the things that we've had on our calendar for like this this very week we're supposed to be doing a bunch of level three and then going into the Rocky mountain trainer exams. Um, and then that kind of culminates into national Academy. And then uh, some of us had team tryouts next week and it's, it's a very different world that we're in instead of that. It's crazy. It seemed, it's so, it's so such, so different. And it just, everything I felt like at least here in Colorado where we were, everything changed super quick, you know, like, I'm sure like everywhere else, you know, all of a sudden I was like, yeah, okay. It's nothing much to be worried about. It's for everyone. Boom. Oh my God. Everywhere's closed. Like, you know, um, non-essential travel only, or I mean, essential travel only, no non-essential travel. And it just kind of turned into this kind of, kind of real different thing. Scary to shut down. It felt like it went from kind of zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah. When you go back to anything about like the Burton U S open was the last big event I was at anyways. Yeah kind of around people. And, and actually that's probably where a lot of the spread here in, in Eagle County happened. It was people coming in from all over the world for that event and then going back all over the world. But um, yeah, I mean, at, at the time everyone, it, it was, it, it didn't seem like there was a lot of danger, or a lot of severity. And then that ramp up just happened so quickly going from there to, I mean, I was working Saturday. I taught a full day lesson and then Saturday night we learned the mountain was closed and we're not working, you know, like happened very quickly. Yeah. And it sounds like everyone, everyone else who I talk to around the world is kind of similar as far as what we got going on with lockdown, non-essential, um, no non-essential travel and things like that. So if you are listening, um, I hope you're, hope you're well, hope you're healthy, hope you're staying sane, not losing your mind inside your home. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, as you said before, it's a great opportunity to get caught up on life and, um, have some downtime and just, uh, yeah, do all the things that you think you don't have time for normally. Yeah, like sleep in till 11 o'clock and <laughs> start drinking beers at 12 o'clock <laughs> and uh, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, has your, has your sleep schedule changed a bit? Yeah, totally. I've, I've, I, it's like whenever I have time off, I end up like wanting to stay up late and then wake up early 
or I mean, sorry, sorry, stay up late and then wake up late. Yeah. So I'll like start burning, burning the midnight oil. And I start, I start really staying up late and then sleeping late in the morning. And I've been like actively trying to battle that and fight that and like set an alarm to wake up at 7am to, to at least get up and do something, you know? So yeah. What about, what about you? Yeah. I, I'm doing the opposite though. I'm setting alarm to try to tell myself to go to bed at midnight. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's uh, I do the exact same thing. I move into that total night hour, night, night owl up till 2am and then, sleeping until 10 11 yeah yeah well i think this week's episode is is fitting and we picked it because of what's going on but it's for um for what's going on with us right now which is how to train for snowboarding when you're not snowboarding yeah which pretty much no one's doing i mean you can skin up and get some turns in here and there but certainly not snowboarding the way we normally are this time of year yeah, exactly. And how to, tr- how, to, how to train that when you're not able to actually do the activity um, can, can, be, can be super beneficial if, if, if you have a few strategies or things in place. Um, but, but one of the things for me is just, first of all, just stay fit. Like staying fit is so important. So using this time for me to like get outside and exercise has been one of the best things. Cause I know once I get a chance to step back on that snowboard, if I'm fit and I'm in good condition and my endurance is good, I have good stamina, then, then I'm going to be so much, so much better off. So trying to use this time to actually stay healthy and active and fit. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's, I think like the first week of, of this uh, whole kind of quarantine time, I, I really wasn't getting outside much and, you know, just that, that like lethargy breeds fatigue and the more fatigued you are, the less you go and just get outside and going for a couple of walks and like starting to get some movement. And then, uh, you know, whether it's like body weight exercises at home or going for runs or, you know, finding ways to, to stay active, stay fit. Um, and I think just as important as like, getting the body exercise is getting the brain exercise and you know, like yeah. keeping the, keeping things rolling in your head. Yeah. Get, getting the brain exercise, things like, you know, all the snowboarding, what we do so often, especially with teaching is so theory based and like conceptual based and, and being able to spend some time like researching, like getting into the book knowledge and like researching, like, Hey, what are some, what are some things Uh, like teaching theory, how can I be a better teacher? And you know, there's a lot of stuff that whatever organization you're a part of, there's things they do great with teaching, but there's so much more um, like resource and, and so much more um, information out there about how to be a good teacher than what we can give you as an organization. And taking this time to really get into those types of things like the external outside of your organization what is just good teaching and start to start to explore that that's going to add so much to your teaching once you get back and into into snowboarding yeah i you know and it's funny like that's almost like hitting the teaching and and technical skills side of things and then the other piece of that is the is the social skills the the people skills and you know, being, even though we're quarantined, staying engaged with your community, whether that's on social media, whether that's on phone calls or writing letters or, you know, whatever it is, just keeping, keeping active mentally, keeping active physically. And then like 
finding how to stay involved with your community, I think is so important because that's such a big part of what we do in snowboarding. The, the community is just as important as the actual act of, of snowboarding, right? It's the culture of snowboarding is, is telling stories and sitting down at the end of the day and getting a beverage together. And, um, you know, I think, I think that's been one of the other struggles for myself and, and other people I've talked to is like, man, keeping those connections and, and keeping kind of that stoke for what we do alive when you know you're not, may not get to do it again for nine months. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how this is going to affect like uh, this summer for those, those people that go down to New Zealand like what's you know who knows like that's so sketchy right now if if you're thinking about going to a southern hemisphere season if you live in the northern hemisphere like we might be off snow for a while more, longer than we thought we were going to be you know and yeah. so yeah that's going to be so difficult so i think like you're talking about ways to find yourself socially engaged just as much as physically um and and mentally engaged is important and you you just did um what is it you just you did a webinar didn't you recently yeah i've done a, a couple and have a couple more scheduled for the next couple of weeks uh some of the divisions are setting up webinars so that membership can stay engaged and stay involved and kind of the same thing we're talking about like keeping the brain uh exercise just as much as the body like there's still opportunities to learn and more more off like more than normal we've got time sitting around and what a great time like i spent the last two weeks i reread all of our our technical manuals alpine snowboard freestyle <laughs> wow. um that, like all of the ones that i had on the shelf i went through all of the manuals and reread those and and similarly uh doing these webinars for for most of the divisions uh there's one uh, several coming up for rocky in the next couple of weeks that are free some of the other divisions are doing them with actually with ed, ed credit so you can get work towards your ceus um yeah. But, but yeah, the one I did last week with Central Division was on the learning connection model and intro to the learning connection model and just kind of overviewing uh, teaching skills, people skills, technical skills, and how that affects our day-to-day -day as, as an instructor. And I mean, even if it's just a, a, an hour of, of some, new, some new way to think about things, um, you know, also there's, there's a bunch I know of kind of like community-based technical conversations or social hangouts happening, you know, for everywhere from like, let's just get on FaceTime and have a beer to like, let's actually talk about this technical aspect of snowboarding or this theory, or I want to present this, or I want to present that. There's been a few of those kind of community groups popping up as well, which I, I think is a really cool use of technology to complement something that is generally, we generally see as a non-technical, like on snow uh, aspect of our job. Yeah. If you're a real snowboard nerd, and want to get together with other snowboard nerds. I, we had, like you said, um, a group that some people started that were just, hey, we just want to schedule a call, a group call with everyone about a technical topic. And here's the first week. And it took off. And now there's tons of people that are on that. And it's only been going on for what, like two weeks or something, you know? And that's like purely just someone who was a snowboard nerd and loved snowboarding wanted to continue to talk about it. And that's such a great way to exercise your brain and exercise your, 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 social, your social muscles as well, you know, to communicate and how you're communicating topics. Like it's, it's just really forcing this whole this whole COVID-19 thing is really forcing us to get super creative with how we stay involved. And it's been really cool to see the people who are taking that, the people who want to be engaged and kind of taking that by, by the horns. If you're, if you're someone who wants to do that, there's no reason you can't be the person to start a group. 
if you have that group of people available to you. Yeah, hundred percent. Great way, great way to stay engaged. On the uh, on the physical side of things, are you doing any? Have you picked up any kind of new hobbies or di- dived into anything uh, other than snowboarding to fill your March and April? Well, I'll, I fish a bunch. All I do is fish. <laughs> so, so with this with this time, because you know that we're encouraged to recreate. So I've got a river pretty close to my house, and um, I go and I know that's not like hardcore exercise, but jumping around rocks, wading through the river, standing up all day. Um, you're surprised at how tired you are, even after like, you know, four hours of it, a half day or something, you know? So I've, I've just been, I've been trying to do that to keep like my mind busy and, and keep, keep some sort of physical something to wake me up in the morning and something to keep me physically on my feet. But I need to, I need to start doing like, I haven't done any at home yoga or I, and I haven't done any like at home exercises. And I think, I think I need to start that. I think that would be really beneficial for me in addition to that. So what, what about you? I've, uh, I've been writing a ton. Uh, like I, I, I think normally I kind of with the limited time I have, I end up writing articles for 32 degrees or, you know, some, some kind of, there's always some kind of project that needs writing. Uh, and I used to write a lot for myself. And so I've been writing, writing a little bit more for myself. Um, I've been working out at the house a little bit, going on runs, going on hikes, just like right out of the backyard. Um, I, I've, uh, I've probably played more video games in the last three <laughs> weeks than in the last like five years combined. Yeah. But, um, you know, just like finding time for just stupid little, little things. I've been cleaning out uh, part of my, like some of the uh, closets and stuff in my house, planning on some summer projects that I might work on a little couple little remodels to the house. And then, uh, you know, I just got on and, and ordered a fly fishing rig so I can come learn how to fly fish from, from Nick Alfieri with the American association of fly fish instructors. Um, as <laughs> yeah. soon as, as soon as social distancing allows me to drive over to summit County. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you say you're working out at the house, are you doing like, like you said runs from the house or are you doing like a video workout? No, I just, uh, yeah, I've been doing like runs from the house for sure. And then I've got like a little yoga mat and I've got some free weights and, um, I got, I picked up one of those sets of weights that are like, like this three or four years ago on Craigslist that have like the adjuster on them, you know? So it's like one set of dumbbells, but you can change it from like 20 or 15 to like 50 pounds. Yep. Yep. And, um, yeah, just, you know, just like have a list of exercises I do every day, just some curls and some you know, just various lifts and some body weight exercises just to like, keep, like, like you were saying, keep the body ready for when there is snow. And, and that's the big question mark for me is, is whether or not New Zealand will happen. And at this point, it looks like it probably won't, and at least not until later in the season, if, if at all. Mm-hmm. And so kind of keeping that kind of bookmark to say like, well, there's a chance I can get on snow maybe in August uh, and get down there if, if things calm down. So I want to be ready for that, but also looking at like, all right, well, everything got pushed back, right? So team selections aren't until next year, this time of year. So going, like going into this last season, snowboard strong already from like the summer in New Zealand. Like you, we've talked about this before you come in sharp, you come in dial, yeah. like all yep. the tricks, even, you know, and, and like knowing that I'm going to miss, miss out on that is a lot of motivation to go into the season. Like, as as fit as you can be yeah being fit like that's i think it's a it's a mark Wahlberg quote i I don't know why this sticks in my mind but he said he said always be in shape so you never have to get in shape yeah 
<laughs> you know, and he, he was talking about for like different movie roles he plays or something, and he was exercising and doing all this stuff. And he was just, he's like, yeah, I just stay in shape. That way, I never have to get in shape. And so I was like, funny. oh, that's 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 pretty cool, you know. And and dude, like I've I've definitely probably got about you know, so, I don't know a few pounds I could lose, like you know, hanging out at the house being sedentary. You know, I end up drinking drinking beers and and uh, just just you know not 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 I'm not getting the snowboard exercise that I normally do, and I notice it, and I and I need to pick up something else, whether it's uh, an at home workout or more running or something like that. So I I'm gonna try to take that from you, maybe yeah. running. Yeah, atrophy happens fast, like you know whether it's muscles or like I've noticed in this kind of my gauge and in, in how quickly the rest of your body atrophies, but like how fast the goggle tans faded this spring. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my muscles are doing that too. And it's yeah. just that little extra incentive to, you know, th- do an extra set of curls or like, um, it, my, my condos on the third story of, of a complex and, and moving back in here, uh, this spring, just carrying stuff into up and down the stairs, I like was feeling the stair step workout. And I was like, okay, this is, uh, uh, this is, it's, it's too long like that first week where everyone just kind of sat on the couch and didn't know what to do that that had a toll and uh yeah. getting out i've been trying to get motivated I, I i went up and skinned up the first couple of days that we were on quarantine and and as much as i want to keep doing that i i also like feel that social responsibility of like i mean it doesn't matter how unlikely it is if somehow i got hurt i'm now taking away from like the available resources going towards the coronavirus uh, in in the hospital right now. So I've kind of felt like as much as I want to go skin up and and be snowboarding, I really don't want to be part of the problem. Um, But obviously that'd be the best way to train for snowboarding right now is to actually go snowboarding. And at the same time, I think probably not very socially responsible. Yeah. I guess it depends on how you do it. You know, like if you go park at the parking lot, like we have a bunch of people here who park at the parking lot and all like high five and pal up and then (laughs) head up. And once they're up, they're all away from each other, but it's that, it's that like where everyone leaves from. So I'm sure, you know, I know there's socially responsible ways you can do it. It would just be figuring it out, you know? So, so yeah, dude. Well, I think, I think the three areas for us are the physical, the mental and the social. And keep it in good shape with your body, keeping your mental, I think, using this time to look outside of the normal resources that you normally have or reread the resources that you do have and re-get acquainted with that stuff to have a deeper knowledge of it. And then three, socially, reach out to your snowboard friends, either start a group or, or, or reach out individually to see how other people are feeling about this and their journey in snowboarding with this whole, this whole quarantine thing that we're going through right now to try to stay connected socially. I think those are the three, the three main places. Yeah. You know, the, the one other piece I've, I've heard, obviously you and I are not in this boat, but there's a lot of people with like parents who, who are home with their kids right now and they're getting to continue to practice their teaching skills and, what a great opportunity. You know, you may not have initially thought you were going to be a stay at home teacher. And, and even if it's not teaching snowboarding, it's still teaching. And that's where going back to that learning connection model, like teaching skills or teaching skills, a good teacher is a good teacher, regardless of what format or what the material is. And so what a great opportunity to practice, practice teaching. And, you know, and, and on the flip side of that, like in some of our previous podcasts, even I think we've talked about, you know, writing down possible teach topics and yeah. how time consuming that is. And it's not like you have time to write down all of the possible teaching topics you could possibly teach. 
well, guess what? Now you do have that time. So there's, there's <laughs> yeah. a great opportunity to like, yeah, take this time, take full advantage of it to put your ducks in order. Like get everything set up so that when you do get the opportunity to go to that exam next year, you're twice as prepared as you were this year when, you know, you thought you were going to go to your exam in March and it got canceled. And, uh, and while that's so unfortunate, you now have an extra, at least six months, probably eight months, maybe 10 months to, to plan and prepare for it. And man, what a great opportunity is to go in ready to knock that out of the park. I hope we see like a, a, a higher percentage rate pass rate next year, all because of coronavirus. That'd be awesome. That would be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. Right. Take advantage of the time, all that stuff that you, would say, oh, normally I would write this out or I would do this. Now's the time to do it. I think that's right. Well, dude, we, uh, I, we've got this uh, remote uh, podcast recording thing down now. So yeah. back on a normal schedule. Uh, stay yeah. tuned for next week's episode. Yeah, totally. And hey, yeah, thanks everyone. Thanks for your patience with us getting all this figured out. And um, stay, stay, stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you next week. Yep. Cheers. Bye. All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding is a podcast by me, Nick Alfieri. And me, Chris Rogers. If you have thoughts on this week's episode, we'd love to hear from you. You can continue the conversation with us and other listeners on our Facebook page. You can also email us questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to discuss at our email address, learnedfromsnowboarding at gmail.com. If you're enjoying our podcast, please subscribe, write a review, and help others find our show. Thanks for listening.